Hey church, this is Jonathan Brocious. Thanks for joining me. Let's pray together. Here is the Lord's proclamation to my Lord. Sit down at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Psalm 110 verse 1. When I started this blog, I thought it'd be about prayer. I started working my way through Psalms because Psalms is the prayer book of the Hebrew people. I thought, what better way to learn about prayer than to study the prayers of God's people? And it's been an interesting journey, to say the least. Today we hit Psalm 110. The weird thing about Psalm 110 is that it doesn't feel like a prayer at all. It's more of a prophecy or a statement of fact. And it's strange because it's full of violence, not a thing that I generally toss into my prayers. David is looking forward to a day when God's man, quote, executes judgment against the nations. He fills the valleys with corpses. He shatters their heads over the vast battlefield. If you really start imagining what these words mean, if you, if you get this picture in your mind, it's grotesque. If this was a movie, the violence would certainly give it at least an R rating. As I started studying Psalm 110, however, I stumbled into the rich meaning it carries. The Jews interpreted this psalm as pointing to the Messiah. The Messiah was the person who would be sent by God to rescue the people and bring justice. He was the one that was going to fix all the problems that had been caused by man. Jesus landed on the scene and started doing all kinds of things that got people wondering and scratching their heads. They started thinking that he was the Messiah. The chief priests finally got him in a corner and asked him the question point blank, are you the Messiah? Jesus' response is fascinating. He says, if I tell you, you will not believe. And if I ask you, you will not answer. He knew he was in a no-win situation. If he answered them saying, yes, I am the Messiah, it wouldn't do any good. And if he asked them, well, what do you think? They would sidestep the question as they'd done in the past. So Jesus instead hands them a threat. He finishes with, but from now on, the son of man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. You can find all this in Luke 22. He's pointing directly at Psalm 110 verse 1 and saying, that is me. The guy that's going to annihilate all his enemies, which includes you, you priests, that's me. I'm coming for you. This response fills the priests with anger and they decide to have him killed, which is why the resurrection three days later scared the chief priests so badly. So if Psalm 110 is all about Jesus, what can we learn from it? First of all, we can see that Jesus isn't finished yet. Psalm 110 verse 1 says, Sit down at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool. Luke 22 and several passages in the book of Hebrews indicate that Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God currently, which means that the rest of the psalm hasn't happened yet. Psalm 110 is a prophecy that we can still look forward to seeing fulfilled. The flow of events is this. Jesus came and created a way for us to be right with God. Now he's with God waiting for the right time. When that time comes, he's going to come back and completely obliterate all evil. Those that got right with God will be his army. Those that didn't will be his enemies and will pay the ultimate price for their actions. A couple thoughts cross my mind as I consider this psalm. First off, I can't wait for this to happen. I know that sounds rough. I know it sounds like I'm saying, I can't wait for all the people of the world to die. But it's true. This world is seriously messed up. The more I get involved in the foster care system and see the horrible reality of child abuse, the more I'm ready for Psalm 110 to happen. This world needs to end. The pain needs to stop. The abuse and neglect needs to be finished. Psalm 110 is not a threat to me. It's not scary. Jesus has provided a way for me to escape this. I'm part of his army. Instead, this is a hope. This is a promise. This is a reassurance that all this garbage will end. I'm looking forward to it. 
Second, I realize that I can't get too comfortable. Any investment into this earthly life is going to go up in smoke. All those hours invested in a career, gone. All those hours invested into the people around us, gone. All those hours spent chasing a hobby or a goal, gone. The only thing that matters is Jesus and the work he's called us to. Soon he will be the king on this planet. And I hope he finds me to be someone that's been planning on his return. Let's pray. Father, help me fully absorb the reality of Psalm 110. These things are going to happen. Jesus is coming and he will kill and destroy evil. He will be the king of the whole world. Help me to believe that. Help those facts to influence the decisions that I make today. And God, I can't wait for it to happen. I'm longing for that day. A couple questions to leave you thinking. Do you believe, do you actually believe in your heart of hearts that Jesus is coming back? And second question How does that belief impact your choices now, today, the ones that you're going to make today? Thanks for joining me today. Have a great day, and we'll see you next on Pray Together.